Welcome back. My name is Carly. And my name is Kate, and this is Culprits, Crafts, and Crimes, where we talk about uh, some criminals, their culprits. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so not prepared for today. (laughs) Anyway, you guys know the joke by now, hopefully. You all know what our spiel is. Uh, Okay, just a couple things I wanted to start off with. If today's audio does sound a little off, it's because we're not using our normal, like, setup, our usual microphone that we're using. There were some complications. (laughs) (laughs) So, we're using my phone's voice recording and hope that works. Yeah, I know. Just like, so bear with us. We're going to sound a little different today and hopefully we'll be able to figure that out for next week. Like, Carly. Maybe you can't even tell. (laughs) Or, or, yeah, or maybe you can't even tell and that says something about our microphone. (laughs) Carly was so sweet. Like, earlier, she's like, I'm so angry. Like, in that tone. Like, I was like, oh, it shows. Like, (laughs) anyway, okay. So, for today's craft, obviously, uh, when you guys are going to be listening to this, Thanksgiving will have come and gone. But I told Carly this before we even started the podcast. I said in, you know, November, right before Thanksgiving, uh, the craft we're going to be doing is hand turkeys and not painting them. I went and got uh, felt from Michael's. It's like 39 cents there for a color, which is super cheap and super cool. And we traced our hands and cut them out. And yes. we're, we've been making like little hand turkeys is what we're going to be doing. So if you hear scissors, it, that's that's what's happening. And I'll, <laughs> I will be posting pictures of these because I, I, I'm working on mine right now and I can already tell you it's so cute. Like mine looks like a little baby bird. I love it. It's adorable. And Carly's is just going to, Carly's is going to come out way better than mine. But like, <laughs> Just bear with us. But, obviously, you guys want to know who we're talking about and not just, like, you know, the nostalgia of hand turkeys. This one is a little special because not only does it involve a family that I care about, but it also involves my family. So, Rob, you promised to listen to it, so I better I better be hearing something from you today. <laughs> um, we are going to be doing something a little bit different than what we usually do. Uh, there is murder involved in this, but there's no big disclaimer because everything is pretty... I mean, everything's pretty straightforward. It's it's yeah. nothing like a kid couldn't handle. So we are going to be talking about the nefarious Jesse James gang. <laughs> Technically, when you look them up, it's going to be the Jesse James younger game, like our game gang. <laughs> uh, when you look them up, they're they're a family, and it's it's just complicated. But we're going to be calling it the Jesse James gang. Yes. Uh, they were uh, a group of bank robbers from, like, the 1960s to, like, the late 1970s. Like, it was, it was like, a 10-plus-year kind of operation. Yeah. But, I mean, their family, like, how things started off is kind of funny. Everybody always finds it ironic when they mention, uh, like, Jesse James' early life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carly, Definitely. go ahead. I was like, go ahead. Because I, I can talk about this this forever. I'm really interested in this story. Yeah, and I'm probably going to say this probably every episode we do, but... Today's a different, it's something unique. Yeah, it's something unique. <laughs> so, yeah, we're not going to always just be talking about serial killers and weird things like that. Trying to keep it fresh and spicy for We've you guys. we got robbery and murder. <laughs> I mean, like, the, but that's the tale though, right? Yeah. People like those old cowboy, like, uh, western things. Like, I will be mentioning this later, but I will be talking about the game like Red Dead Redemption, the first and second one, because there's a lore for it. It's mm-hmm. interesting stuff, and this is, like, really part of our history for me, and, you know, a little bit closer. Uh, yes. The reason Rob mentioned this uh, is because he's, like, a descendant of Jesse James, which I found super interesting. So he was like, hey, you know, like, it's kind of, I'd be bragging, too. Like, yeah. hey, uh, not to, you know, brag or nothing, but I'm related to a cowboy. So, you know, <laughs> got that going for me. Yes. And he's a man that can wear, you know, cowboy boots and hats. So all power to him. <laughs> but go ahead, Carly. Yeah. So we're going to start off with a little bit of where he was born, that kind of thing. Kind of the family he grew up in. And then... 
how he came to be the criminal he is known <laughs> to be today. So it looks like we've got the full name of Jesse Woodson James. Mm-hmm. And he was born September 5th of 1847 in, I believe it's called Kearney, Missouri. So he was born and lived with his brothers, his dad, and his mom on a farm. And they were especially like a um, kind of like a prestigious farm. Like he yeah. came from like a long line of farm families. And his dad was a Baptist minister. And Which is ironic, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they had like a... A, good, a simple, a, a simple, a simple yeah. beginning, which simple is beginning which life. is always interesting. I always find that interesting because usually you think that criminals will always come from like bad backgrounds, or you think that he had to like struggle to have mm-hmm. everything he did. And I mean, farms aren't easy to raise Man, and yeah. would do, but it, like he seemed to have a good family starting up. It seems to be a pretty good start. And he, about sixteen years old, him and his brother Frank became part of the confederate army so they joined the army and kind of went alongside some of these like names um well-known soldiers i don't know if anyone has ever heard of bloody bill or (laughs) bloody bill anderson or we've got william quantrill which was also kind of a big name at that time um during the war but so they both just kind of enlisted, or however that worked out at the time. <laughs> yeah, I don't think like, that you really had a choice yeah. at the time, but yes. They um, kind of joined in. It's a, it's a good history to look into. I personally wanted to learn more about what happened after he kind of got out of yeah. the military and after like the Civil War, because that's when things started to really kind of change, and that's when the gang started to form. Because a lot of the men that were in the gang with him, obviously he had his brother... Uh, Alexander Franklin, who they just called Frank, um, in the gang with him. But a lot of the men that were loyal to him in the gang were men that he had met or known during, like, the Civil War. And after everything, it seemed like these men kind of bonded because they didn't really feel like they fit in society anymore and that the world was different. So they, you know, started a gang and began robbing to be, like, to create an income to support themselves. It was funny, there was... There was some talk about how uh, Jesse James and his gang were like modern, not modern day, but old, uh, old-timey like Robin Hood, where yeah. they would steal from the rich to give to the poor, but that, that's not true. They were the poor. They, would st- they were stealing for themselves, like to get by and have money, yeah. and they did it for a really long time. Like They managed to accumulate a big uh, like background list of all... like. Like all the banks that they robbed, they like in total, I think they robbed over like twenty banks, trains, and stagecoaches, and they got an estimate of what, like two hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, it was up there. Like now, I don't want to say that's chump change because I'd beg for that kind of money, but now like banks can carry up to millions and millions. Um, but back then, like that was probably a lot of money. Yeah, definitely, because it. Yeah, exactly. Said money changes over time as far as it's worth, and then. I was also kind of reading, we were kind of going off through all of this. It's interesting, so many different articles or people in general will try to describe, like, where their intents came from. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, they were brutally treated in the army. Yeah. And they made them so angry. <laughs> See, this is the thing. Like, there, it's almost like Jesse James had, like, uh, not publishers, but publicists. Yeah. Because there were so many people that, um, like, you know, they were robbing banks and you know getting away with it because they were smart enough to create aliases for himself like Jesse James and his brother Frank would go by Ben J. Woodson and Tom Davis Howard there weren't really pictures back then so there weren't 
uh, like a lot of easy identifiers to like have them be caught. They never really traveled on public roads. I mean, they were known for the horses that they would ride because they had like the most prestigious of horses through uh, a setup that they had with the Hudson. All the money they stole. Yeah, <laughs> they created, like they had a really loyal group of friends that helped um, like make their gang what it was. Like they had uh, like horse breeders, the family called the Hudspets, who would breed these like stallions, these wonderfully strong horses that they would ride uh, away from banks in. Like people knew them for their horses, but they didn't truly know who they were because there was, mm-hmm. you know, no way to like identify them. So they pretty much got away with robbing banks, stagecoaches, and people for the longest time just because they were smart enough to do it and then lay low. Yeah. Do you want to kind of explain to you, like, where, um, like, where their interests kind of came from, or, like, maybe kind of why everything I, I heard happened. I heard a lot of different things, but, uh, like, their publishers were always like, oh, they were treated so fairly, so they're just trying to, like, get back at the, you know, nation that treated them so unkindly, yeah. or they're trying to do this. I, I think it they was just... just decided to disregard the law. Yeah, right? I just, I mean, I just think that they found something that worked and they were making money off of it. It was something that was getting them what they needed in life. It was probably exhilarating for them at the time. Yeah. Like, I get the lure of it, like, to escape death or cheat death or do all these things that, you know, you're not supposed to be doing but can get away with. Like, I understand the lure. I don't, personally, <laughs> I I don't think it was because they were cheated or felt like they needed to punish people. I think that they were doing it for the money, as most yeah. men probably would. Yeah, and like you said, like, they had kind of just started robbing pretty much anything and everything from... Banks. Trains, banks. Stagecoaches. Friends. <laughs> friends. <laughs> Anybody. Take it all. Yeah, but it's interesting. Kind of, they kind of became, I guess, essentially after, we'll kind of discuss how they kind of got to be found out, but... Yeah. Well, I think once that had happened, things kind of changed. Yeah, them. before, like, they were doing, uh, you know, they were doing well. They were stealing from trains. They were robbing banks. They were getting away with it. But, and I know that a lot of that was because they hadn't really murdered anyone or caused too much of a scene. So when things got a little bit more violent and a little bit more bloody, I think that's when people were like, okay, now now we need to stop you. We have problems now. Yeah, definitely. So it's kind of interesting that for so long they just kind of started collecting like-minded friends and people maybe from their days in the army and well it was a long period of time like it was from like february 13th 1866 to september 7th 1876 like it was it's like a 10 year period and like nobody ever truly seemed to have left the gang unless they died yeah but um, also yeah it seems like it was a really loyal group of guys that all banded together with the same kind of thought in mind of like hey if we stick together if we do things the right way we're going to be able to make some money and they did Mm mm-hmm like, even, you kind of just mentioned, too, like, if someone would die or, like, get shot in the transactions or anything like that, they kind of just kept going, because yeah. they were, like, dedicated. You know the deal, <laughs> like, you're gonna come from this alive or not, but if you're morally wounded, I hope you live. Like, <laughs> like come find us later, you know where the hideouts are, like. Mm-hmm. It's just, yeah, that's crazy, just 
I don't know how much you could essentially get from one robbery to the next. Because you would think I mean, it, it probably money would vary. add up fast. You, it would probably vary. Yeah. Like, I know, we'll talk about how it. How much they have on hand of the day. We'll talk about it in a minute. But they did have, like, a failed bank robbery where they only got away, I think, with, like, a handful of nickels. But, I mean, however long it took, you'd go to rob a bank and however long it took for the teller to... You know, I'm sure they were at first like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then like, oh, okay, never mind, you have guns. Psych. <laughs> but uh, however long it took for the teller to grab the money, how much money they had in the bank, and how much time they had before they truly were going to be, like, locked in and have to get out. Mm-hmm. So it probably varied, but I imagine they didn't get away with almost nothing. Yeah, because there was a lot going on at that time. But yes, we should... <laughs> <laughs> we're just, like, so fascinated. I just love the idea of cowboys and robbers, and I just think it's so interesting. But they eventually did have like get put in the hot seat because Jesse James I mean through cowboys and their loyalty he killed a bank teller in an act of revenge and that's what started like the wrong bank teller he killed an innocent man mistaking him for someone else mm-hmm. uh, and that's what started like the beginning of the end for them because that's when they really started to get hunted down and that's when like there was a bounty put out on their heads dead or alive yeah. they wanted them Definitely. So that was like December 7th of, um, whatever year that was, I don't remember. <laughs> but December 7th of a year. Of a year in the, I think it was 70s. It was, and, it was in the 1870s. Yeah. So they just ended up robbing that bank trying to, he's like, said he was trying to exchange to like, his like in was, hey, I need this like $100 bill exchanged. Yeah. So I need, you know, smaller bills for this. And then was like, also... I'm pretty sure you're the guy who killed my friend, so shot to the heart for you. Yeah, and it wasn't. He mistook him, he mistook the bank teller for a man uh, he was looking for by the name of Cox, and it wasn't, it wasn't the right guy. So he was, like, telling this guy, like, you shot and killed my friend, or, you know, one of my gang members, so bam, you're dead. And it wasn't even the right guy. Like, I feel like if you're going to do that, at least do it with the right guy. And they, I think they only made away with, after that, like, what, I think that was the yeah. failed robbery where they only made it away with, like, a handful of nickels. Yeah, not as much as and they were. They, they made away with a handful of nickels, a dead body, blood on their hands, and a bounty on their heads. So mm-hmm. that wasn't thoroughly thought through. Like, I understand the cowboy loyalty, but also, like, now you're in the hot seat. Like, now they know about you, now they want you dead or alive. Yeah, so from then on, it was like, here's some money, we need these guys wherever you can let us know like they had a bounty on their head people were looking mm-hmm. for them and the, because of like those horses they did become nefarious for like everyone's like okay they now knew who to look for and how easily they were able to hide under the radar and live through their aliases suddenly became a little bit more difficult mm-hmm. and so kind of let's go into a little bit more of um family like his family yeah the family that he had started on his own so both him and his brother were married men. A lot of men in his um, gang were married, had families. They just all kind of traveled together. <laughs> they all kind of just, I mean, it didn't seem like anybody was really like against it. Like the fun part about this. So obviously my friend Rob is related to uh, Jesse James. Like he's a descendant. So Jesse James married a woman named Zerelda Mims. First of all, love the name Zerelda. That's, 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 that's fresh. That's crisp. I like it. But I talked to my mother when I told her I was going to be doing this case, and she informed me that on my grandmother's side, like, you know, great, 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 all the way down, Zerelda Mims is actually one of my, like, ancestors, if you can go back that far and say that. Yeah. But, so she and I are related, so Rob, you know, like that 1%, you and me are biologically related homie 
but um he like they had a happy marriage it seemed like too it seemed like yeah. there was never any like I mean, maybe adultery affairs, but they seemed happy. They had four children together, though two of them unfortunately died uh, in infancy, which is terrible and sad, but not uncommon for those times. Mm-hmm. But his brother, I think, had some children too, right? Like, yeah. They had a big family, but... It's just like, but we still were committed to our life of crime. Yeah, nobody, so... like, his wife was kind of like, hey, if you're bringing home the money somehow, <laughs> I guess, right? I've got to pay these bills, got to feed these kids. Yeah. So uh, they did have, like, success. It's not funny, but if they did have, like, successful families while living that cowboy gangster lifestyle, which, mm-hmm. I mean, it's how it be sometimes. <laughs> so I'm saying, like, I find the whole thing, I like, I'm fangirling this entire time because I find the whole thing super interesting it that is. that isn't just, like, a movie, you know, yeah. gimmick or genre. Like, that kind of lifestyle really did happen for a really long time. Yeah, if any of you know, like, Louis L'Amour stories or ever read those, that's always what mm-hmm. crosses through my head. Like, anytime someone brings up, like, an old-time story or yep. just something like that of cowboys in general right so i just think of like you know just gallivanting with your <laughs> crew across well, the plains i mentioned the game red dead redemption earlier it's a really like a really popular game they just came out with a sequel like a long-awaited sequel i think last year and i played it addictively for like six or seven months like the whole lore of the game is you're a cowboy torn between right and wrong good and bad and you're constantly making these moral decisions while like robbing banks to to sustain yourself and like living in a gang to and you build like those common connections and those family bonds and it's just a really good game it's a really kind of good lure i mean we're still talking about a case but like we're (laughs) both just like fangirling at the thought of like cowboys and robberies and just i don't know it's so fascinating that that's a part of history and that's a part of my history specifically but like life and i did read too at some point that once they had kind of become known well known for what was going on their communities were kind of kind of in a way respected them or kind of like were like you know they're from our town Mm -hmm. kind of a thing like they're out there making home (laughs) yeah so they kind of did that and like a lot of the even though they would move around a lot I guess wherever they like in the uh, in Missouri that kind of town they kind of just were cool with it. <laughs> they never really went too far. It seemed like most of their yeah. robberies were in Missouri, which maybe, you know, go a little farther, branch out a little bit, guys. But, um, <laughs> no, and I know part of that too was because there was that myth or that lure going around that they were stealing from the rich to give to the poor, but they were the poor. Like, <laughs> so that was proven to later be a myth, though I never believed that for a second. <laughs> like, lies. All lies. But no, people really did, like, there was obviously people who feared them, but there was an amount of respect for them Mm -hmm. uh and i i wanted to like be able to go into great detail about like all the members of this gang and like there were so many that they were able to give background details on it's definitely i always like i hate to be like go research this case yourself but you should like i want to be able to tell you all the details about it carly and i love being able to tell you guys all the facts but i always encourage people to go research it after we tell you just because you might find out something we didn't And this is a pretty broad overview of the case just because they really did give so much information on all the members of this gang. And obviously a lot of them perished or died during a lot of these like robberies and everything. But it's really interesting to read. And after a while, the names all kind of just start to blur together. So (laughs) I really did want to just focus on the core people that were important. Obviously, Jesse James and his brother Frank, Zerelda, that queen, you know. (laughs) And then they're actually... (laughs) It's not funny. There is a name that I wanted to mention, Robert Ford. 
uh, because for the longest time I thought it was kind of unknown who killed Jesse James, but it's known. And how yeah. he died, I mean, like, I feel like it could have been cooler. Like, that sounds <laughs> unfair, but Robert Ford was a member of Jesse James' gang. Uh, like, I, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be, like, laughing this whole time. It's just because it's so dumb. Like, and so, like, I, I'm sure that there's, like, other facts behind it, but Robert Ford was the one to shoot and kill Jesse James. Uh, he was, you know, in the gang, so Jesse trusted him, and apparently, like, after eating breakfast one morning, Jesse James went to go fix a painting on the wall, because it had been crooked, and as soon as he turned... That would be me. Yeah, right? (laughs) My death. (laughs) Oh, wait, let me fix this picture real quick. Yeah, it was, like, a little slanted, so he went to go fix it and adjust it on the wall, and when he turned his back... Ford just shot and shot him in the back of the head and killed him. And while his, like, family was in the next room, his two so kids and his wife... Yeah, he's yeah. only, like, 33, 34. Yeah. His, uh, his wife and children were in the next room. They had been having breakfast. Jesse wanted to talk to him about, like, gang business. He turned his head to... Maybe it was supposed to be, like, a dramatic, like, listen here, Ford, you're not doing what I think you're supposed to be doing kind of thing, yeah. and then whip around. But I don't think he was armed. I think his gun was, like, on the table because it was supposed to... He was supposed to be having breakfast with someone he trusted who was a member of his gang. Like, Ford's brother, I think, was there, too, and he also was a member... So, you know, Jesse turned around, adjusted this painting, got shot in the back of the head, and that was the end of him. I had read somewhere that um, Robert Ford hadn't, like, informed Jesse about a gang member getting killed or something, or, like, Mm. how he had died. And when Jesse kind of was like, why didn't you tell me about this? Uh, Robert's like, oh, I don't know. I just kind of forgot, or I didn't, I wasn't there. And then realized like, that... We're supposed to be, you know, got each other's backs and tell yeah. each other everything. So and I think wasn't. Robert, and Robert wasn't completely loyal to Jesse James. So I think he's like, oh, I think he's on to us. Got to end it now and kill him now before he finds out and kills me. Uh, so I, I read somewhere that that's kind of what inspired that, but I, I don't know for sure on that. We'll have to like, do a triple fact check. <laughs> Definitely look it up. I, I just thought it was interesting that um, after Jesse James died and was buried, there was speculation. <laughs> there was speculation. People thought he faked his death. People thought that that wasn't really him in there, so his body got exhumed. And it was proven without a doubt that that was Jesse James. Like, he got shot in the back of the head. I'm, I'm sure you'd be able to tell that that was him. Mm-hmm. But um, they had to, like, double-check because people really thought, like, he was uh, not famous enough, but people really thought that he had faked his death and was still out there living on the lamb. Um, yeah. And he was not. He was dead. And <laughs> on, like, the more romantic side, uh, he his body was later moved to um, Mount Olet Cemetery in Missouri so he could be next to his wife, Zerelda. Which, I don't know, I just, like, obviously, she's, like, my ancestor, I'm related to her. But I just find it kind of sweet that this, like, big, rough-and-tough cowboy <laughs> gangster, like, was still so in love with his wife that he was he ended up being buried next to her. He was loyal to her. They had this family. Yeah. And also, it's kind of, I always think about this, too, whenever I think of, like, the Wild West or whatnot. They didn't really try to, um, talk things out. No, it's just shoot like, Just shoot him. <laughs> No, no, that's another big thing. Like, it was never like, oh, guilty until proven innocent. Like, I think you looked at me weird. Bang. Yeah. You know? Like, well, they do those standoffs where you bump a guy in a bar and they'd be like, go over the, the saloon and they'd be like, go meet me outside and they'd do those standoffs. <laughs> meet me out there in a half hour. Yeah, right? They <laughs> like do that over, they, they do that over women because women were basically property still back then. And it'd be like, hey, I like I like the girl that you're courting. It's like, well, I like her too. And he's like, cool, well, if I shoot you and you're dead, she's going to be mine. So let's meet outside here in a second. See what happens. 
Like, yeah, I, I think Jesse James was killed because Robert Ford just knew that he was on to him, and it was it was basically like if I don't kill him now, he's gonna find out about treachery yeah. and kill me anyway. So I know his brother, like after that, laid pretty low. Mm-hmm. I think he was either. Sorry, I was like burping. I don't know what happened there. Uh, he either gave himself up or he was captured. I think he was captured. I don't think he gave himself up, but somewhere mentioned that. Uh, he was later like basically released though because, the you know, without Jesse James, like the gang kind of did fall apart a little bit. Yeah. So he was later released. His brother just seemed to kind of lay low and after that it kind of faded off. But, I mean, they did enough damage. They really made a name for themselves. There was a, some respect there because... Here we are, mm-hmm. years and years later, talking about it. Like, it's a case people do know of. Like, this isn't just a, hey, you know, this is someone in my really distant family that we want to hear about. Like, this was a pretty well-known case that even people who aren't, like, huge cowboy fans knew about. Yeah, it's always, like, you know, you hear, like, Buffalo Bill and, like, mm-hmm. all these, like, names throughout history that obviously they're known for something. Well, yeah, now you is. know why Jesse James was known. <laughs> yes, his cowboy scouring days across (laughs) everywhere trying to collect that money yeah i still find it funny and interesting that like at one point one of his gang members tried to like like after jesse james shot and killed that clerk that innocent clerk you know everyone was like oh my god he's a monster he needs to be stopped and he was (laughs) and he's like no no guys jesse james isn't that bad he steals from the rich to give to the poor because because he cares about people like he's a good guy you shouldn't turn him in you should help hide him help defend him yeah like i just could also be be why his like community fellow people were. well it was believed like it it, it's a thing that people still are kind of like iffy about most researchers are like yeah i don't think that's the case but i mean there's some people that still believe that he was almost like a uh, robin hood back then i don't i am not one of those people but it's an interesting theory Mm -hmm. and i could see why you would want to spin that to help, you know, yourself not get caught that way. I, you'd tell yeah. whatever kind of lies you could to get out of stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, it wasn't me. <laughs> it wasn't me, guys. I'm on your side. Here's a My couple gun coins. Just, just went <laughs> off. I don't know. Yeah, right. The gun just went off on his in his heart. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Oh, don't worry. I only got nickels from it, so it wasn't even like a good heist. Yeah. But I got nothing. <laughs> right. But I mean, bear, you know, bear with us. This was a pretty broad overview of everything. I'm still kind of getting used to life now and Carly has been super supportive it was just really interesting to look at like an old case like usually we do serial killers next week Mm -hmm. we'll probably do a serial killer again (laughs) it's been a minute I have some ideas on who I want to do but um you know this was one recommended to us I always like doing one ones that are recommended Mm -hmm. so we know that you guys want to hear uh but, you know, it's definitely a case I'd look into, you guys. Like, not only will you get to hear all the background information of, like, each... In- like, you could probably look up each gang member if you wanted to. They really yeah. did have good information on everybody. And if we would have talked about everybody or every little <laughs> detail, we would have been here a lot longer than we have been. Yes. Uh, and hand turkeys don't take that long to make. <laughs> Even when you're doing it really delicately. Like, I'm going to give yes. mine to my mom. You know? Like, happy Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> I promise you I haven't done one of these in so long that... I'm going to be like, Mom, guess what I made? <laughs> I know I'm going to put, like, a, you know, Kate 2020 on the back of it. So when we find it in, like, five or six years, they're going to think it's from, like, kindergarten. And it's from, like, 
when I'm 21 years old. Be like, I made this in my apartment that I paid for. Like, I was paying bills and making this. <laughs> anyway. Fun. But you guys know the yes. drill with everything. Uh, we've been able to see some really cool growth, and we've yeah. been able to see that people are listening from like I thought it was only gonna be like the United States, family, families, and friends, but we've actually been able to find people in like what, like Canada, Mexico. Yeah. Like it's been really interesting. Like that's really exciting for us. We're really happy that things are slowly taking Even if off. They didn't but... understand what we were saying. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. You know, they they were able to Thanks listen for to listening. us. I know we really appreciate it. This is a really nice outlet. 2020 has been a really hard year and there's been a lot of loss. It's really nice to be able to come together with somebody I care about, make something fun, and talk about things that we genuinely find interesting. Like today, talking yes. about a bank robber and that old-timey stuff, loved it. Loved every second loved of it. it. Yes, yeah, so make sure to keep following us on our Facebook page. Um, we do still post those Tuesday um, talks. Last week we did take a break, so you guys understand that. But... Yep, they're gonna keep coming. Most Tuesdays, but just it's gonna. I yes. want to say every Tuesday, but you know Tuesdays are hard sometimes. So <laughs> most Tuesdays we will be there for you guys, so you'll be able to actually see us and not just yeah. hear us. You know we're good looking ladies. It's fun to enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> but you know follow us on our Facebook page and Instagram to keep up to date on that kind of stuff. Because if you didn't, you probably don't know why we skipped uh, last week. Uh, we'll yes. be able to give you guys updates. You'll be able to talk to us, recommend people to us. Because, again, we always want to do people that are recommended to us. And Yeah, definitely. And if you have any, like, family relations to people that oh, you think I are love that. cool, yeah, I love we would that. love to cover that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, for And sure. maybe, like, have you guest, guest star or just help us give us some information so right? we can kind of further our research. Yeah, we're always looking to improve. We're always looking to find like I didn't know about some of these cases and apparently they were like well-known ones like that yeah. Kemper and I had never even heard of and it made me mad like <laughs> so we're always looking to learn we're always looking to branch out we're always looking to try new cases it doesn't just have to be serial killers I mean look at this one this one wasn't a serial killer yeah, it's a really cool I can't describe him as cool but <laughs> a cool bank robber but I think that's it for us today. I will be posting pictures of these hand turkeys on the Facebook page so you guys can ooh and ah at them. It, yeah. it's, it was fun. It was a fun project. And with, you know, Thanksgiving happening this week and everything, it was it was kind of fun to do that nostalgia. I hope you guys get to have beautiful moments with your family. As somebody who just lost a member of mine, I hope that you guys take this year and these holidays that are coming up to really, like, love on those that you love, you know? Yes, appreciate the time that you get to spend with everyone. And we will see you next week. Yeah, I think that's it for us today. Today was a little bit shorter. Definitely look into this case. Things were very interesting. I just didn't, I, I would have talked forever about it. I fangirled this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, so. You guys know the drill. Without further ado, <laughs> stay, stay safe, safe out, out there. there.